Welcome back to another episode of New Year, New Look, New Podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Annalie. And I'm Nathan. Let's get into today's topic. All right, so last time we were on the podcast, we talked about our favorite A-plots of seasons one to five. We ranked them. Some of us didn't, <clears throat> Alana. But now, no we're, <laughs> now, now we're going to do- For our- the record, I didn't rank this once so today is the b plot of seasons one to five they're so silly they're well, some silly some are silly but some are like why was this not the focus of the episode like no literally. you could have made like like there there's a lot that goes into these b plots and but then there's some that like it makes sense that like like there's some of these that like they could have been either the a or the b plot because they're so prominent like the a and b plot are both important in the episode but that's just like one or two when we talk about these episodes like not on the podcast like just a normal conversation we get them confused a lot listeners if you remember a few episodes ago alana actually got one plot mixed up but for a different season though but that will be discussed later on in this episode and yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> okay. we're, we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna rank and talk about our favorite B plots of the first five seasons of Degrassi TNG. Speaking of Alana, why don't you kick it off? Okay, cool. So this is my top ten. I would say this is kind of in an order. Some of these, like, I wouldn't have a preference on where they are, but yeah, starting at number ten in White Wedding, JT and Toby trying to go look at the stripper at Snake's bachelor party. It's just, it's so silly. And... Thank you, Annalie. That's that's my stripper music. (laughs) It works. It's so silly. And then they end up falling asleep, so they don't even see her. But then they see her at the wedding, and it's it's just a silly little. And she's plot. a friend of Spike too. Let's not forget that. Like, yes, she's her hairdresser, or she's her. Wait, yeah, she's her hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fancy! What a queen. Okay, number nine. So I want to read it just how I wrote it because I think it's really funny. So number nine, JT and the pump. So, if you remember, <laughs> this was the plot line that I mixed up, and I thought it was a season before it actually was. So, this is the B plot of um, JT seeing Craig's, you know what, in the locker room, and he's like, "Oh my God, I don't measure up, man. He's gonna dump me for Craig." And then Danny, God knows how Danny Van Sant who's a little baby freshman, gets this penis pump, but he does, and he gives it to JT. <laughs> and Danny, get, these... Danny gets a lot of things that is questionable. So does like, JT, especially yeah. like in the early seasons when he literally oh, gets yeah. beat. Oh, yeah. Da- Danny, Danny has like black market access. <laughs> He's on the He's... deep web. <laughs> he's on yeah. the dark web. Because you have to think, at this time, he's what? 13 yeah where the heck i know he's not allowed in a sex shop nope 
So where did he find it? Amazon Prime was not a thing. I called a cousin who called a cousin who called a friend. Pretty much. <laughs> 21 Jump Street reference musicals. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's us. Um, it's just, it's another silly plot line. And it's also just so silly of JT to like literally pull it out when he has Manny over and then she sees and runs and that's basically the end of their relationship. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Okay. <laughs> Number eight. This episode is so funny. This is I, so good. I love this plot. I'm glancing so at your notes. If you this- remember, <laughs> Emma does a project with eating healthy food um, and how like it can impact like I believe your exercise or something along the lines of that, but it's a project with healthy food and she has it, it to was, eat healthy food. It was basically like if exercise and eating right can stimulate like brain power on tests, yes. I think. Yeah. Rather than and- eating junk food. And it was, yeah, which th- this has one of my favorite spinner lines in this episode. Yes. But- and uh, Spinner starts eating healthy food and then he starts getting lots and lots of boners that he cannot control. All I know is that I ate some health food and now I'm a sex maniac or whatever the quote <laughs> is. I probably got it wrong, but it's been a while since season I, one I or love two. that quote. It's so funny. And, you know, as Degrassi does, early Degrassi, Spitter gets a boner in class. Fun times. All right. Number seven. I think this this is at least in Nathan's notes. Um, this is the really silly B plot of Time Stand Still, which is Joey. No, wow, I put this in the wrong order. That's so silly of me. Caitlin buying Joey a house. I wrote my notes in Spanish class, so they're a little wacky. I thought um, they, I thought she was <laughs> buying I thought she was buying his house. I thought that yes. was the plot. Okay. She literally is buying his house. Well, there's a school shooting happening it's just it's so strange um it's all of our lists as being probably like it's one of like the least favorite b plots but that's like why it has to be on the list you know yeah like the the tonal shifts from this episode are so funky and I'm like, why? But why did you do this? But it also furthers Joey and Caitlin's relationship. And this is true. Spoiler alert: the eventual ending of it, due to Mister Freaking. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh no, that is what's technically in my notes, but it's not technically because I combined like the Jay and Silent Bob storyline along with the premiere and the things that go along in the premiere. I combined all of that together. Yes, um, Jay and Silent Bob, um, Kevin Smith goes to Degrassi and he's looking to film there for his movie. Jay and Silent Bob go Canada and then he starts filming there. Because if you remember, the A plot of that episode is Craig having another manic episode and he's off of his meds and he's actually staying at Degrassi. And that's one of these episodes where it's like, the A and B plot could be swapped and they would still be as important if that makes any sense. But yeah. Um, and then, you know, Kevin Smith breaks up Joey and Caitlin. Rest in peace. Mm, <laughs> I'm still mad about that. I Yeah, same. And then 
we got into the fun little Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian A premiere where Miss Emma and Peter are sneaking off to go make out. And then, lo and behold, they see Snake and Miss Hatsalakos making out. I can't believe this was the big They one. really... The Degrassi... Here's the thing. Is I know that, like, yes, we've got to have conflict. We've got to have things that come up. Our favorite characters can't be perfect all the time. But the Degrassi writers really said, we are going to cause you pain because we are going to give you one of your favorite people and make you extremely disappointed in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but that's underneath the episode where Paige and freaking Alex kiss. Like, like it, it's it's like finding like relationships and then like messing up relationships at the same Emotional time whiplash oh, basically, <laughs> yes. so yeah i kind of grouped all of those into one we're getting to number five so um i think this is at least on nathan's list as well i haven't really been able to look at Annalie's. um but this is um terry getting fat shamed for being a plus size model um like she was just this is just such an important Terry storyline and it's honestly one of her like other than her um abuse storylines with Rick it's one of her only like big storylines which sucks R.I.P. Terry McGregor you should have got better <laughs> she's not that kind of rhyme in the black hole I mean that's I what we rhyme. mean that's what we mean by R.I.P. because they're in might the as well hole. be dead no I mean, no she survived her coma no I'm just saying I'm just saying <laughs> If Sorry. you've been sent, if you've been sent down the Degrassi black hole, you might as well be dead. Kendra, Derek. Um, There's so people. many more to come. So many more to come. There's even characters that it's like you didn't like them, but because they black hold them, there's times later where you're like, why aren't they back for this thing? Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, because they died metaphorically. <laughs> and then you're like, oh. Or there's some characters that you're like, they slowly phase out and you're like, oh, they're gone. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I really love this storyline. And like, this is something that like Terry starts to be ashamed of. And her friends are like, no, Terry, like, it's awesome. And you're awesome. You're making money for being a model. And even in that like, episode, yeah. like, and that and that plotline, Spinner is like, because like Spinner is kind of like on again, off again with Terry. I shipped. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know I, later yeah. events happen, but I liked the idea of Spinner and Terry because Spinner's like, because Spinner's like, hey, you're beautiful, okay, like, Ugh. shout out to Spinner Mason. Literally, he said, if a, he said if happy birthday to that. me, so I basically it's the it. way, <laughs> it's the way that over the course of Degrassi, when you think about it. And you haven't met this character yet, Nathan, but there's only one plus size like character that like gets like a relationship when you think about it. There's literally only oh. one. That's like a good relationship. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. And like yeah. because where's the representation? The- literally. I'm happy the writers gave Terry this. Because, yeah. you know, the ice cream boy is being a little douche. And she's like, I just made this much money for being a plus size model. And then she goes, this is such an iconic line. And I had to put it in there. How much do you make, ice cream boy? Burn! Like, 
work. And yes, speaking sir. and speaking of the black hole, like he's never seen after that episode either. Ice Cream Boy in my in my head canon got so depressed after that line he moved. He went to Wasega, and that, <laughs> that's my that's my head canon that Ice Cream Boy is gone. Yes, Was, Wasega's where the depressies go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, number four. Craig and Marco breaking Jimmy out of the hospital to go see a concert. I this love this. It's so life. funny. I love this. I also love it. I just, he's just thriving. He's living his best life. And yep. sorry, Nathan, I thought you were about to say something. You looked really oh, oh, excited. I, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> say it when I get to my list because there's okay. certain parts okay. of this plot line um, that I love so much. Yes. And just um, remembering this, I'm just getting I, I also love like how Jimmy's able to like push through the crowd and he's like, excuse me, excuse me. And then he makes it to the front and he's just jamming. And everyone's like, oh, okay, sorry. And I see the kids <laughs> going in there. But this is also like where we see the relationship with his father. And yes, we do not stand Mr. Brooks in this house. No, we do not. There's also a very funny moment, and I don't know why this like scene always is so funny to me. It's like Craig like distracting the nurse, and he's like, "I'm Mister." They're like, "What, Mister?" Then he starts like screaming at her. It's just so funny, and then they're like, "Go, go, go!" So yeah, I love that plot line. It's really fun. Okay, now this is like my top three, and these storylines like but they are in order this is my top five was honestly in order so number three i have um liberty's postpartum i'm really really happy that they included this because i feel like they there's so many shows that do so many teen pregnancies and like obviously like you know like sometimes there's like bullying and like they have to go through like I don't know, like they lose friendships along the way and they have to like rebrand the regrow the friendships, all that. But they don't show like if a character gives up a baby, like they don't really show that. And I'm really happy that Degrassi shows that aspect of it. It's also just quite silly because she gets drunk. <laughs> and she also is like, that's like the one good Derek episode because she has a really nice conversation with Derek about mm-hmm. how he's adopted. I really, really love that plot line as well. All right, top two. They both kind of go together. And I also have one honorable mention. So number two is um, Snake's Cancer. He's just such a fighter, especially like when he first finds out. And uh, Emma's like, why are you like, why are you not upset about this? And he's like, well, if I'm not like, I have to, I don't know the exact quote, but something along the lines of like, I have to be strong if I'm going to fight it. And I just really, really love it. That whole like monologue that Snake has is one of my favorite Snake moments. I I think I mentioned this when we talked about it in the season breakdown, but Snake just goes through the ringer throughout this entire friggin' show. Jesus. Yeah. You think Snake goes through the ringer. There's some other characters. <laughs> Me oh. immediately mutes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Honestly, I know too much. Anyways, this leads me directly to number one, which is Joey taking snake bowling. Um, and it's kind of, I. it's just so wholesome. I love that Spike kind of has to 
look at him and be like, hey, you can't just sit around and mope. You're, she basically says, like, you're not dead yet. You have to keep living your life. And lo and behold, they go bowling. And who do they run into? Wheels, which is a lovely Zit Remedy reunion. Um, and it's just really nice. Um, and I think Snake really needed to talk to someone who's also really, really gone through it. Because Wheels went through so much in Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High. So he really needed Everybody to hear from his something. old buddy. I swear. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I was just, you know, reminding us. Everybody wants Everybody wants to deal with. <laughs> we gotta, you know, keep you on your toes. <laughs> yes. I already go to school for theater. I'm already kept on my toes enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, that was great. <laughs> Anyways, I really love that plot line and it's definitely one of my favorite b plots this is one of my favorite b plots um and then they end with them singing their one hit wonder when they come home so yeah um, everybody wants something yes that's that song and i have an honorable mention um it is emma getting her period for the first time i just the iconic scene of her basically telling off the boys and being like, guys, shut up. This is normal. It's just so funny. And yeah, that's my list. Thank you. It's Nathan's turn. All right. So my list is very similar to Alana's and in the fact that we have the same B-plots, but I'm going to tell you the reasons why I like these certain B-plots. So at the bottom of the list for me, for B-plots, number 10, Rick and Toby's Kiss List. This is one of the most useless plot lines because it tries to make a friendship between Rick and Toby, which it kind of starts out being like, okay, you know, they could be a potential friend group, even though he's kind of like back into grassy. But now it like then in the next episode, he shoots up the school. So it's also weird that he's going after like they're going after all these girls and it's like toby i was rooting for you i was rooting for you toby we were all rooting for you so toby so toby that's one of toby's major l's then at number nine uh caitlin buying joey's house again for the reason that it's juxtaposed against the main plot of time stand still and that's mainly the reason why i put it on this list even though it like furthers the relationship Set against the main A plot of this two-parter just didn't hold up. <laughs> and then for number eight, I put JT and Toby's locker dilemma. Because even though it is set up against Paige's rape storyline, I love these two goobers. And this is like such, like, it's such, it's very season one, you know, it's very the cutting goofy. of the shirt the cut yes the cutting of the sweatshirt yes. the tonal shifts and the fact oh, yeah that, and, the, and the fact that jt like colors on the thing and blames liberty for it or i think that's how it went i could be wrong now alana put the entire jay and silent bob filming process as her favorite b plot but i just stuck it to the west end girls b plot of the movie prep because you know that's when he's talking to 
that's when uh kevin smith is talking to craig about getting a song in and talking with caitlin on her new story and like location scouting for Degrassi and I think it's just the movie buff in me the guy who likes all the behind the scenes trivia I just like that aspect of it and then Kevin Smith catching Manny at the prom that was cool uh for number six I put Liberty's postpartum episode just for just for that iconic line where she takes the whiskey and says to Albert Einstein I don't know I mean yes it's in a bad moment for Liberty but that was a boss move I'm sorry for number five, I put Craig and Marco. I, I wrote Craig and Marco busting Jimmy out for literally the same reasons Alana said about Craig being like, I need to see Dr. Spencer's versus, versus. and then like Marco and the thing, like, what is he doing? <laughs> but, and then like, they, it, it's, it's literally like a prison escape. It's like one of those old, like prison escape films from the forties. But my other favorite part is when they get to the kid Elric concert and Jimmy's at the front and him just bebopping and like just little like hopping in his chair is the most Drake thing I've seen. This is when Drake was coming into his own. We've gotten to the part of Degrassi where Drake becomes meta because they talk about Drake like the <laughs> rapper. Yes, yes he did. But Drake was also Jimmy, but Jimmy was also a rapper. And so Drake. <laughs> Drake. Everything Drake. comes back to Drake. Um, but yeah, and it's just a good Craig and Marco Jimmy plotline. I love that trio when they're put together. Like, I just love that group. For number four, Terry's fat shaming episode, just for tell- telling off that guy. And because, again, yeah, it's one of Terry's actually good plot lines that she has. We love you, Terry. Yeah, that that's it. Number three, I wrote Snake Bowling with Friends. And again, for the reasons Alana said, because it's a Zit Remedy uh, reunion and because it's Snake dealing with his cancer and because the boys are singing Everybody Wants Something. But also, I believe I read online that the actor who played Wheels like passed away a few years ago. I could be wrong. Uh, I may need to d- fact check that, double check that. But it, it was kind of like a nice moment to like, I, I well, I've clearly never seen Junior High or High, but I heard like, like Alana said, wheels go through some stuff and it's nice to see that closure and it's like a good bookend for that character specifically, you know. For number two... He did pass away. Yes, the actor who played wheels did pass away, I believe. Oh, he passed in 2007. I did not know that. Oh, seven, yeah. Wow. For my number two favorite B-plot, I put Liberty giving birth because I I think that it should have been the A-plot of this episode. But I love it mainly for the line that Toby says whenever he, because like he's, she's about to give birth in the car and he's like, no, not in my boobies car. <laughs> you are not about to give birth in my boobies, <laughs> my boobies car. car. But, and then he calls the ambulance and all that stuff. Finally, yeah, I just love that whole plot line with Liberty. I wish it was the A plot. Freaking, come on. But then number, my favorite B plot of all time in Degrassi is Snake's cancer diagnosis like when he first finds out and this is like when emma and manny are having their difficulties and he finds out the diagnosis and he's like okay for the media immersion class if you raise this amount of money i'll shave my head and that's it it does start the whole cancer storyline for snake but it's so good to like see how he's so high in spirits even though he knows he's about to go through a really tough time 
a tough time that actually goes through a couple seasons. But yeah, those are my favorite B plots. I tried to remember like other ones, but I just this is what I could remember on short notice. This that 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 that's my list, I guess. Mine is in no particular order whatsoever, and it is a very random list of episodes or like moments. Some of them, I'm going to just knock out the ones that we already talked about. Liberty has a baby. I think we had a very missed opportunity of Toby delivering a baby. I would have loved to see it. Imagine, just imagine the chaos. I don't think he could do it. Um, exactly. Imagine <laughs> the chaos. Imagine. Um, and Miss Sobe just like comes out into the parking lot and is like, here, I'll help you deliver a baby. Cause I feel like Miss Sobe's um delivered a baby before. Anyway, um, that episode's just really good. Um, snake cheating on Spike gave me anger, gave me rage. JT Toby Locker, we already talked about that. That's fun, silly, goofy time. I did the postpartum part, but I love, <laughs> I love when she goes, here's to dressing me in overalls till grade nine. Yes, I forgot <laughs> about that line. <laughs> She's literally just like much drunk, very alcohol. And anyway, then yep. I have, I have Miss uh, Emma when they're like trying to get back at peter for taking video of manny and so manny's like perfect idea you're gonna get a you're gonna seduce peter and take a picture of him naked and then we'll like send it to people or whatever or just have it for blackmail purposes the part that gets me is that you know at this point Emma's actually interested in Peter. They're making out whatever. He like takes off his shirt and then she's like, I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. And so she takes a picture just like to be able to like show Manny that she did it or whatever. But first of all, Mr. Peter's not even naked. He just doesn't have a shirt on. What good is that going to do? Not equal at all. Second, it is the crappiest flip phone cell phone picture ever it's like where you have the flip phone because i know because i used to do it and it does the little click thing that it does and like it used to flash or whatever anyway plus that's like a phone from the early 2000s so the picture's gonna look like dog shit anyway so like what's the point (laughs) like he's just gonna look like a pasty blob of nothing you know well it is peter so we're not stretching too hard but i'm sorry peter is so white he is like so white and and that's saying much coming from me like that (laughs) (laughs) anyway then i have snake gets a motorcycle because snake in his um in his midlife crisis moment even though yes it leads to him cheating on snake on snake on spike um he cheats on i just i just enjoy him getting the motorcycle and trying to be a bad boy um the buying of the house we've talked plenty about how awful that is of a b plot in comparison to the a plot 
Then I have I'm edgy. I'm on because, fire. Because I love Liberty's trying to be a bad girl face. I'm edgy. Like Liberty dressing up as edgy as a butter knife. Here's the thing. Liberty trying to be edgy is her preparing for her audition for Rizzo in Greece. <laughs> yeah, that's so what true. that's what she looks like. Tell me about She's it, like, stud. Yeah, she literally has like the tool like neck scarf kind of thing looking like she came out of the 50s. It's just it's funny. Liberty makes me giggle. Then we have french fries. Yeah, I, I love, love my fries. Dad. How did I not put that on the JT goes, guys? I'm in a commercial. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a watch party. You know, almost like how people do when they like when they like are releasing their like uh EP. They're like, we're gonna have a listening party. He goes, We're gonna watch my commercial. And J- JT's literally sitting on the couch. And he's just like so excited and no one's paying attention. And then they play the commercial. And then when people do pay attention, they make fun of him because it's a really lame commercial. But let's be honest, that commercial probably got him his gig on Mr. Rogers neighborhood craft show. But here's the thing, Uh, though. Here's the thing. Like after that commercial episode for like the next two or three or four episodes in the cafeteria, there's a damn cardboard cutout of JT. With like a big head holding the fries, and he's like, "Eat the fries," and I'm like, "At what point do we say no? Like, <laughs> at what point? <laughs> what was what was the pay? Did you actually like sell a lot of fries? I want to know what the royalties yeah. were. Yeah, Do- does he still get royalties? Like, does he still get royalties for French fries? Um. Then lastly, I have when Emma gets her period simply because. One of my favorite gifts that we send back and forth is Emma crying into a bag of chips. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her mood swings are everything. And so those are my episodes. Those season, are my B plots. Season one Emma was just um B mentioned. I'm like I'm so ready to talk yes. about season six through nine. I am because not there's because so much there's so much to unpack. There is a lot to unpack. We need to like Oh, I've been waiting. But to this like... is the last of us talking about season like one through five, like specifically. Yeah. We're moving on to season six We're soon, guys. Get ready. Through. But this has been a fun time, and we can say goodbye to seasons one through five and it has go been. onward. Yeah. We'll, and... we'll, we'll reference <clears throat> some stuff here and yeah. there, but it'll you still know. come back a little bit. Um, in other news, we were able to get Nathan a cameo from sir spinner mason himself yes, shane Kimple um maybe we'll post said, it on the instagram said happy yeah. birthday to me and it it was like a solid three minute video he really pulls through gives yeah. you your money's worth so editing nathan put a clip here nathan how are you doing yeah it's me it's shane Kipple spinner from degrassi you know the, the show that you do a podcast about, the show that you yourself are watching for the very first time right now. So as uh, your co-hosts, Alana and Annalie, are, you know, rediscovering their love for it, the, the love that they already knew they had. Uh, but, you know, rediscovering, maybe maybe seeing uh, little, little hidden, hidden gems that they missed the first time around. You, you get to experience it with a, a fresh set of eyes. 
Okay, cool. And then, <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you, Shane Kibble, for that cameo. Thank you, Anneli, for setting it up. Uh, I basically know him at this point. So they're um, basically best, best friends. We're basically best yeah. friends. Uh, I think that's all we have to talk about. This is what this show does to us. <laughs> You're we're welcome. gonna go we're gonna go watch the shark in the water promo uh, video and then we we're are. gonna we're gonna get started with some season 10 episodes one and two yeah, and then I'm we're so gonna excited. and then i don't know about anyone anyone else i'm also gonna listen to taylor swift's new album stream midnight so stream midnights i'm i feel like midnights would be manny santos's vibe oh uh, yeah 100 definitely 100 percent. Yeah. but anyway just have a wonderful time and unlike us remember <laughs> yes don't, don't go bananas what the hell is wrong with us <laughs> this has been new year new look new podcast if you enjoyed the episode make sure to give us a follow on instagram on tiktok and twitter check in our other episodes and share this podcast we look forward to seeing you next time stay tight degrassi